0: By showing you actually the latest satellite no, picture.
1: Slow news beyond the headline.
0: Every show will take about 10 minutes to talk about an issue which is more or less underrepresented in the mainstream media or not much explained. Tonight, I will talk with Ramon Doyan and Ceci Aregi about the Rohingya, a stateless Muslim minority that since August 25th has been fleeing from Myanmar to Bangladesh.
1: Oh, that's right, Annabelle. Much has been said regarding the atrocities committed to the Rohingya by Myanmar's government, military and people. Despite the fact that Bangladesh, with the help of several international NGOs, is doing an enormous job by taking in all the refugees, it is also true that many of them, well, children in particular, are being trafficked, exploited, and enslaved.
0: But before we dig into this angle, let's rewind a little to give an overview of what's been going on with the Rohingya in the last six decades.
1: More than 50 years ago, a long-lasting wave of violence plagued the Rohingyas. Back in 1962, when a military junta took over the Burmese government, it needed a symbol to unite its peoples. They used the Rohingyas, who were mostly staying in the Rakhine state, as a common enemy to unite the population. In 1978, the the Myanmar government launched Operation Dragon King, wherein the military used violence that led to the plight of 300,000 Rohingyas to Bangladesh. Fast forward to 1982, Myanmar's government passed a law which denied this Muslim minority formal citizenship. Nine years after that, the Burmese military launched a campaign aptly called Operation Clean and Beautiful Nation, where another 250,000 Rohingyas fled to Bangladesh.
0: So the conflict has been going on for a long time. What have been the latest developments that explain what is going on today in Myanmar and Bangladesh? So let's fast forward to 2012. A report surfaced that four Muslim men allegedly raped a Buddhist woman in Rakhine State. Because of this, violence broke out against the Rohingyas and tens of thousands were displaced again. Now, this year, on August 25th, the Arakan Rohingya Salvation Army coordinated small-scale attacks to border police stations. These attacks left 12 cops dead and sparked the current crisis against the Rohingyas. Over 600,000 have fled from Myanmar already. Saeed Raed al United Nations High Commissioner for Human Rights, called the crisis a textbook example of ethnic cleansing. Aung San Suu Kyi, Myanmar civilian leader, has been criticized for lack of concrete action in the humanitarian crisis. This is what the Nobel Peace Prize winner has said on the ongoing problem. It is not the intention of the Myanmar government to apportion blame or to abnegate responsibility.
2: We condemn all human rights violations and unlawful violence. We are committed to the restoration of peace, stability and rule of law throughout the state.
1: According to Reuters, Myanmar's military planted landmines along the Bangladesh border to prevent the Muslim minority from returning home. Before they even get a chance to relocate, some Rohingyas become targets of human traffickers who sell the men as slave laborers, while women are sold as brides. As they stay longer in refugee camps in Bangladesh, they face exploitation and abuse from within these camps."
0: Well, that is just awful. People fleeing from the home to be more safe and then are threatened again. But is this something new? Sadly, it is not. According to the International Organization for Migration, there are some cases reported by Rohingya refugees who have lived in Bangladesh for years and also from the latest mass migration. Reports say Rohingya boys and girls, some as young as seven years old, were found to be working outside the camps. The boys work on farm construction sites and fishing boats, while the girls worked as maids and nannies for Bangladeshi families in Cox's Bazar or Chittagong, both towns close to the border. A Rohingya parent said her daughter had been physically and sexually assaulted by her employees.
1: Well, even journalists in Rakhine State are not immune to persecution from the state. According to human rights groups, reporters covering the crisis have been targeted and killed by the military to dismantle the network and silence news about human rights abuses.
0: Over the last five decades, Myanmar's government and military have systematically terrorized, disenfranch- disenfranchised and left the Rohingyas stateless. On top of that, Bangladesh has been receiving refugees, but many of them are being trafficked and enslaved. To have a local perspective on the matter, we talked to Shamim Arashuli, a journalist and Mundu student from Bangladesh. How is the Rohingya crisis seen in Bangladesh?
2: It is actually one of the most burning crises in Bangladesh now. Because, you know, Bangladesh is a, one of the country which has highest population. So with 160 million people, we are facing a lot of troubles. So in this situation, when we are getting almost every day thousands of refugees from Myanmar, it is really, I mean, it's causing so much problems. But it's a humanitarian crisis. What Bangladeshi people cannot you know or the government cannot avoid. so it's actually like something that you cannot avoid, but if you accept, it is also causing many problems.:
0: How would you say is the um, government's position in this issue?
2: At the beginning, the government was not very supportive in um, responding to this responding to this crisis because it's a issue of the Myanmar. It's nothing to do with Bangladesh. But at one point, the government could not avoid because of our public reaction. Bangladesh once has gone through the similar situation, humanitarian crisis in 1971. We were also a victim of persecution by Pakistan. So that time, you know, almost half of the population we took refuge in India. So actually, we have that experience that how does it feel when you have to leave your home so the people reacted very much when the law enforcing agencies in the border were trying to push back refugees who were you know uh, coming towards bangladesh so there was huge criticism so at one point our government could not you know go against the public reaction so it had to actually accept but now it has to deal with so many problems. You know, if they cannot, you know, provide shelter, uh, provide foods, medical services, there will be international crisis. I mean, criticism that government is doing nothing. But we are not a very, you know, rich country. Yeah, we are, you know, struggling to feed our own people. So the government is really in very difficult situation and trying to actually solve this problem from diplomatic.
0: What do you think can be done about this crisis? How, How do you think it will be solved? This problem
2: should be solved by international community and United Nations should have actually come forward to solve this problem. I don't understand that they have a right to protect program, I mean intervention, but where it has gone now. I think this is one of the major crisis humanitarian uh, intervention is required. But we see that uh, United Nations is not responding. Where even United Nations investigation, other humanitarian organizations assessment, every report actually indicated that there is human rights violation. There is clear ethnic cleansing. So they should actually come forward, keep some pressure on Myanmar so that they actually accept that these people are their citizens and they should, you know, take some measures. How do they can take these people
0: back? Lately in the press, it has, there have been some articles about how on the Bangladesh side, uh, some Rohingyas are exploited or enslaved or trafficked uh, for manual labor. Are people aware of this problem? Is it something that uh, is known in Bangladesh?
2: Uh, Yes. Actually, it is not the problem with the Rohingya only. It is actually a common problem in Bangladesh because of, you know, poverty, um, lower education rate. You know, uh, I mean, from lower class, you know, many children and women are victims of uh, trafficking. It's a common problem in Bangladesh for years. But now what happened that a huge number of, you know, helpless people are in Cox's Bazar. So the um, criminal networks now they are you know getting more people. So these people are you know needy, they are in a number of problems, so they can be you know manipulated and can be yeah, cheated and later become victim of trafficking. So it we ever the people are aware, but
0: even though you know it happens. That was Shamim Arashuli from Bangladesh, giving a local perspective on the Rohingya crisis.
1: Planet Mundus, the word in Argus. Every Wednesday from 7 to 8 p.m. and online.